Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I am your host, Marsha Van Weinsberg. I'm a business coach, speaker, and author of the best-selling book, When She Stopped Asking Why. On this podcast, we will use the tips, tools, and strategies used by myself and our speakers to break through and overcome the challenges in our lives. When we take radical responsibility of our choices, create boundaries, grow our courage and practice self-care and letting go of what isn't ours to control, we can completely change our stories. When we take full ownership of our stories, we take back our personal power and this allows us to impact, serve and support others by showing them that they are not alone and helping them find freedom from their stories. When you own your choices, you truly own your life. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the show today. We are talking all about writing your story and where do you start? And this is so appropriate considering this week we actually go into pre-orders for the collaborative book that I co-lead author called Everybody Holds a Story. And in this process, there's 13 women who have shared their stories, their body stories, their vulnerable body stories of what they've gone through experienced, changed all of the things to support the readers. And as we've been doing this, like we've really been working with them to break it down, dive down what their story is, learn how to share it. And since then, I've had a number of messages from people saying, well, how do I write my own story? What does it look like? And I thought, you know what? I don't know if I've done an episode on this. So let's talk about it today. It's been a journey of writing been seven years since I started writing. And I could have never imagined that it would lead to this place of helping others to learn how to share their stories and write their stories too. So if you have had this dream of writing and becoming a published author, but you have no clue where to start, then this is what we're going to cover in today's episode, just to give you a brief overview. So first things first, ask yourself why, like, what is it that has been calling on you, speaking to you, If you are in the space, and this happens, if you're in the space of thinking, okay, I'm going to write a book and make all this money, that is not how it works. Um, Unless you're Oprah or somebody who's, you know, getting a book contract, a Gabby Bernstein, it's happening for them. I'm not saying you can't be that. I'm saying to start off out of the gates, that's not how it works. You don't write a book for money. That's not it. You write a book because you know that your story can help someone else. And it is something that you want to share. Maybe it is the lessons that you wish that you had learned before. When I was in this space of wanting, or even thinking of writing my story, part of it came from the, the place that nobody was even talking about substance abuse and kids and what to do as a parent. And it was a counselor who said to me, maybe you're meant to share it. And that's where it really kind of burst from is the fact that none of these resources were available. I couldn't find them anywhere. And so I decided to start to share. It's not like it was one step. It was many, many steps in between, but that was a key point. So think about it, that who is going to benefit from your story, right? Who is going to benefit from your story? Who are you speaking to? think of that person. Now, this is not so much, this is where I differ a little bit with typical business coaching where typical business coaching is like, figure out that niche person and you speak like what they buy, what they do, what their bracket is, all those. I don't do that. I tend to think about it more from the emotions. And this is something that I did when I first started because I had it in my head that I wanted my story, pardon me. I wanted my story to speak to others, even if they had never walked in my shoes. 
And how do you do that? You really tie into the emotion. You literally go into the emotions of what you're experiencing. That's where vulnerability comes in. So getting clear on who you're speaking to, I wanted to support people who had never walked in my shoes but had felt that their life plan didn't go according to plan. And it felt like their life had blown up in front of their eyes and they didn't know what to do next. So that was my clear vision from the beginning when it came to my own solo book. And when you do a collaborative book, I'll talk a little bit about that. But when you do a collaborative book, you are in a space of sharing a snippet of your story. A solo book is your story, not even all parts of it, but it's definitely more of your story. So when you're in this place of wanting to share your story, I'm going to say something that sounds really harsh, but it's, I really want this to land. It's actually not about you. Like if you write it from a space of it's all about you, then that's what you're going to attract. And your message won't go nearly as far as you think it is meant to, or it is probably meant to. So it's not about you. It's about the reader. And I remember the very first time I handed my very early draft onto a publisher and she read it and she was like, okay, there's a lot here and it's good, but you're writing it from your standpoint. And there has to be lessons here that the reader can take away because it's about the reader, right? Just like when you're selling anything, like it's not about your modules or how many steps you have or what you do. It's what's the transformation for the client. What is the experience for the client? That's how you have to speak the same is, is, is with writing. It's not about you. It's about who can your story help and how can you actually create more of a mirror so that people can see themselves in your story. They can relate to you. Like, how can you be more relatable? How can you be more vulnerable and share pieces of yourself so that they can see themselves in your story? Because the thing is, is that if you have had the transformation that they are desiring, they will connect with you. So let them see that. One of the common comments I get is like, I wish I could share my story like you. You are so strong and it's easy for you and you're on the other side. I'm like, no, it's been years in the work, years. And I'm no different than anyone else. Everyone else can do the same thing. I promise you. So they see themselves in my story. They see themselves on the other side of it and they want to be there. They just don't know how to. So when you're writing your story, I want you to think about like, who are you speaking to? What are they experiencing? What are they feeling? Because we connect as humans on our level of emotions. That's where we connect. That's what we can see in each other. Cause we all know what anger, pain, comparison, hurt, frustration all feel like it's relatable. It's completely universal. That's how we connect. The next thing is why are you being called to write? This is a key thing. Are you are you being called to write to prove that your side of the story was right or to prove that you didn't do anything wrong or to prove it to someone else? Because if you're trying to write anything in a proving energy, I would say, no, just don't. It's not the space. That's not what you want to relate to others with. Instead, can you write from a place of integrity about your story? What is it? that's being shared? What's off limits? What are the reader's takeaways? Like write it in the space of integrity that you leave yourself and everyone else in integrity in your story, like everyone else. That's the tricky thing because a lot of times it's like people want to share certain things and it's like, no, that's, that's actually not an integrity. When you start talking about others, that's not an integrity. You want to be able to share as if they are actually in the room with you. And this is, I know that that's a bit of alarming, but the thing is, is you can't control how they respond, but you can speak with integrity. 
And if you've heard me speak over the last seven years about my kids and what we've gone through, I believe I've spoken integrity, maybe not in the beginning because I was still hurting, to be honest, as they started to learn, I say very little about the details of my story and my kid's story, because it doesn't matter. It's not actually part of what I'm sharing. And that's the piece I want you to be able to apply to your own story. So what this also means that is, is that you are honoring everyone else's role, including yourself. So at the end, you are always standing in a space of integrity. The next one is, what are the turning points in your story? This is where I was. This is the three simple steps. This is where I was. This is what happened. And this is where I am now. It sounds so simple, but that's really the general breakdown. You have to give people a picture of where you were before you learned the lessons that you learned or before whatever happened to you happened. And then you have to describe what happened. And then you describe where you are now, because now that is how a reader can go, wait, I was there. I felt that I experienced that she is where I want to be. She is where I want to go. They can see themselves in that. You are literally I say this with love. You are literally the hero of your own story and you probably don't even know it. You are the hero. You are. You got yourself to this point. So that is why you want to focus on what you're being called to share because you are the hero of your own journey. Everyone else gets to be the hero of their own journey too. When you show them how you did it, that is what makes it even easier. And I know it sounds so simple. I know it. But you also have to include a couple of turning points. So the when I was getting to the point that I was down to handing in my manuscript, she read it and she said, okay, it's good, but you're missing a couple turning points. And I was like, what, what do you mean turning points I'm missing? Well, you have to have those moments when it was like, this is what happened. And I decided to do this. And those are tend to be the most vulnerable parts of your story. Those are the parts that it's like not comfortable to share. I don't want to. And I knew for me, there was a point where we almost lost both of our boys. And I, I was, I, it was such a wall kicking, sobbing moment. I found myself on the floor going, I can't live like this anymore. And actually I didn't want to live like this anymore. So that was a turning point of deciding, do I get up and move forward? and control myself, my own choices, or what do I do here? Because at that point, as a counselor had said to me, if they come back to you, you need to be a springboard and you are a big pile of quicksand. You could not support them if you needed to. That was a turning point for me. But that turning point was me on the floor trying to figure out how to stand up and feeling so hopeless, so so lost and so alone that I, I couldn't imagine. I was so scared of making a change but I was even more scared of staying where I was because I'm pretty sure if I would have stayed where I was, I wouldn't even be here right now. That's where my mindset was at. So I'm sharing that authentically, but I also want you to see how that's a key turning point. And I decided to get up and make one decision every single, like constantly was one decision. What's the next decision? What's the next decision? And I kept doing those things in order to create change. It was not fast. It was cumulative and it added up and it added up to bring me here. But those are some of the turning points. And it's important to share those turning points. So when I sat down with my manuscript, I had to add in two turning points that were really uncomfortable. And I had to add in a key story about myself when I was younger that I was really uncomfortable sharing. But they were key parts of the story and I had to share them. So that was a 
that's a really important point. Even if you're writing in a collaborative chapter or in a book, there has to be turning points. Where did you decide to do something differently? And for me, a lot of people say, I've been asked this multiple times, were you ashamed of where your kids were at? It's interesting because I can be totally honest and say, my shame was about myself. I felt like I had failed as a mother. I felt like I had failed as a person because a good mom would never let this happen. And at the end of the day, that's just not how it, how it works, but that's what it felt like at the time. So the shame was hundred percent about me. The last thing is I want to ask you is if you have never written before, then a collaborative chapter is a great way to start. I did three collaborative chapters before I wrote my solo book in 2017. And they, they gave me an experience of just like sharing vulnerable pieces of myself, little bits of the story and allowing it to come out. It's not a sellout. I've had a few people say, no, no, I promised myself I would do my solo book. And then I say, well, how long have you been working on your solo book? And they'll say, oh, 10, 20 years. So it's been a lifelong dream. Sometimes writing in a collaborative chapter is a way to start the writing process. And I, I can say it firsthand for me. I know a number of other authors that have done it. The other thing about a collaborative chapter is it allows you to be able to not be alone, right? Like not be alone. You're working with other women, other people and sharing stories. So as as far as like feeling like you're completely on the spotlight, it's not, you get to do it collectively. So now all of a sudden you're all cheering each other on and it becomes such a beautiful experience as opposed to being a solo author. When you have to share it, when you're sharing a vulnerable story, it feels like that limelight, that spotlight is right on you and it can be really uncomfortable. And I had done so much work before my solo book released in 2017. And when it released, I was at a point where I couldn't even show up afterwards because the vulnerability hangover was so real. Like it was so real. So I couldn't imagine if I would have tried to do that first. I don't think that it would have gone the way that it's gone. And this is why sometimes like we just have to trust this process because it all unfolds the way that it's meant to. And If you would have told me seven years ago that I would be doing this and now helping people to write their stories in a collaborative book and in solo books, like I, I would have never believed it. I guarantee you, I would have self-sabotaged it because I did not feel worthy enough. It has taken years to work on this piece of self-worth and I'm still always working on it. So there's nothing wrong or right. A collaborative book, a solo book, a blog, it's like whatever it is. But if it is on your heart, tapped you on the shoulder, and you're ready to do something with it, just do it. But please just do it. Seriously, don't hold back anymore. We need more and more people being vulnerable and sharing stories. We really, really do. So I am sending you lots of love. If this speaks to you, I would love to have you join us in the um, show notes you will see. We're doing a free masterclass this week, writing your story masterclass with my friend, Suru and I from Everybody Holds a Story. What are the key steps when you want to write your story, whether it's a collaborative book or a solo book? And we want to help outline this process and actually make this dream a reality for you. So the link is in the show notes. It's free. And if you want to join us, we would love to have you have an incredible week and do not let that vision that is dropped down on your heart, follow through on it. Do not let it drop. It has come to you for a reason and you are meant to bring it to life. So sending you lots of love. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. If you love this episode, please submit a rating and review on iTunes and please share it with someone you think could benefit from hearing this message or this podcast. 
I love connecting and meeting you. So please screenshot the episode and tag me on social media or Instagram stories at Marsha Van W. And until next time, remember when you own your choices, you truly own your life. <laughs>